Hello, and welcome to this month's expansion pack for Nintendo Hi. Main Podcast. And we are your hosts. Uh, you know, it's Trey and Jeremy and John. We're all here. And uh, for this month's episode, I thought it would be fun to just just to take a walk back in time here and just go back, way, way back to like the very first time that we ever officially did a Top 10 episode. I mean, we, we talked about our favorite games, like, for 2016, Jeremy and I did, but we never did, like, a top 10 or anything like that. We just there talked about, like, one game. There wasn't enough to do a top 10. I think we just talked about one game. It was like you said Paper Mario, and I said uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and then we called it that. But I always think about the uh, the old lists that we do and how many of the games that I haven't finished or how many of the games that I don't care as much about anymore. And I thought it'd be fun to just go back and just look at the stuff that we put, like, six years ago on our list... And, you know, move some of them around if you want to. I mean, you don't necessarily have to, but the idea is to go back and look and say, like, hey, uh, this game that I have on here, I don't think about this game at all anymore. Like, why do I even have it here this this high? Because this other one I like better, and now it's higher, you know? So that was the idea of it. But we went through and, uh, you know, like, dug through all of our old episodes. Well, not all of them, thankfully. Just the ones that, for, like, those first three years, so... Uh, 2017, 2018, 2019. That's what we were planning on doing here. So I figured we'd just like, you know, we'll just uh, read our original lists and then we'll just uh, talk about any thoughts that we have about that. I just, I, I did, uh, I stayed up last night just putting all the, you know, putting the, putting my list together and just putting, just writing down like extra games that, you know, may have, maybe we might have list, missed for our list or stuff that was, you know, that was notable. One thing and also stuff maybe that we, uh, Maybe we played more the following year. A, a lot of it, yeah, was like stuff that you didn't get that maybe you didn't get that year and you got into later and you ended up really liking it and you kind of wished it was higher on your list or you could have put it in a list for a later year or whatever. That's kind of that's kind of what I was thinking, what I was thinking about. And yeah, some of these games, especially like mostly my 2017 list, that was the one that was like really needed like uh, some some tweaking because it was like because there were a couple games that really were good that I didn't play until like way after the fact. So. And if you remember, the original, our original 2017 list was that we were basically under the impression that Super Mario Odyssey and Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild were the top two games. So for my list, I just made it 12 because those two were on there. Because I did want to rearrange some of those. Well, one of those in particular. And I don't know if you remember, I mean, you listened to the episodes, Jeremy. So maybe, did do you remember if I, if I said that I wanted uh, Odyssey or Zelda uh, at the top, like of everything? Do you remember? Uh, you said... No, we all agreed it was Zelda. I think I did like a little fake out where I was saying it was something else. But. Okay, because I would like I would make myself look even sillier if I uh, put it the other way around. No, we all we all put Zelda at the top. Yeah, no, that's what I figured. And and and, and you know, no spoilers there. That one's still really not moving in in the list. And to but. be just for the record, I didn't listen to these full episodes. I'd scrubbed through them, but I did get a little bit of context around my list that I thought I'll mention here and there, like. What I remember hearing that was kind of interesting little comments or whatever. Yeah, I saw that um, you put little you put little notes on there next to your stuff. So, so more so than I'd remember. So that's cool. All right. Well, I, I figured we just let's just like each of us just go through our list just as as it was, and then we'll talk about any sort of changes we want to do to it after that. So I'll just start. My original 2017 top 10 list was starting at 10. Uh, number 10 was Star Fox 2, which was on the Super Nintendo Classic System. If you remember that, that's what came out Right, then. yeah. That was not on the Switch at the time. The, the, my 2017 list is the only one that has non-Switch games on it out of all of these. Well, I mean, that makes sense because the Switch was only out nine months of the year. Yeah, it was also, it was the end of the 3DS, the beginning of the Switch. It was like... Oh, yeah, that's there's right. There's like, you know, almost half. Well, maybe not quite half, but there is... No, I guess almost half of them are 3DS games or, or other, you know. So so number 10, Star Fox 2. Uh, number 9, Mario Party Top 100, which is a 3DS game. 
after that, Ever Oasis, which is also a 3DS game, of course. Um, what's that? Uh, I didn't put any numbers on here. I should have. 10, 9, 8, 7. So 7 is uh, Sonic Mania. I'm sure that's a reoccurring occurring one for all of ours here. Uh, number 6, Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap, which I thought it was... I mean, it's actually Wonder Boy 3, but whatever. Uh, number 5, uh, The Mummy Demastered. I still want to try that game. I remember being really interested in it. I think it's a great game. I still stand by it. Number 4, Golf Story. Number three, Metroid 2 Samus Returns. I was actually kind of surprised that I had it as low as it did. And I was really surprised that I had Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle at number two. You loved that game. What was I thinking? Yeah, I guess I was You really, loved that game. Really you were raving about time. it. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. And look, look, what's, look what came of that. You talked me into getting it. Of course, I think I got I it. I think you got it for like, like $7 or something. It was cheap, yeah. yeah. Which I, you know. That Ubisoft is kind Ubisoft does. They kind of shoot themselves in the foot over that. And then uh, number one is uh, Doom, as in Doom 2016, of course. Which, that was the very beginning of the port begging, I think. That was the first game where I was like, oh, please put this game on the system. You know, please put this on Switch. Please put it on Switch. And it was the first of many wishes that were granted to me, specifically. You know, I got Doom 2016, then I got Persona 3, 4, and 5, and whatever else. It's just the so many, there's been so many ports that I've lost... Up. Lost track over the over the years, so and then I and then I have after that, of course, Mario Odyssey and and Breath of the Wild as the. I'm wondering about this because this is looking at uh, Jeremy and my list for 2017. Neither of us have Mario or Zelda on our lists. Well, that was if you remember that was it's because we took it out intentionally because we were all going to have it as number one. That was the idea. We also had John Wedgworth on the show, so um, it was a little longer because we had four people given our lists. Okay. uh, You still had had Mario and Zelda on your list. No, I mean... They made a list of 12 because we were just not including them, but they were there as the top two. Yeah, that's that's what I was doing because... uh, because they were, you know, pretty objectively the best two games of the year, at least for the podcast. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, the idea was we were going to cut them out of the list, and that actually kind of screwed over our next list after that, because we weren't on the same page about it. Because I was like, let's just cut Smash Brothers out of it, because I thought everybody was going to put it at the top. But, you know, they didn't, of course, except for maybe John did. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, since we all have the same favorite games, then we should get them out so we can add more to the list. That was the idea. That's what I was trying to do. And we'll probably do that this year, too. And I remember when we did our list where um, Animal Crossing was number one for all of us. I think John mentioned that we should have taken Animal Crossing out because we all had it as the same and then made it, you know, what? Well, there's another, which we'll get to, but just because it was unanimous, you know, in 2018, we're going to see a little bit of that, too. Yeah. Once we get to those lists, because there was a miscommunication on what was being omitted. Yeah, that's I what think. I was saying. Yeah, that was one that where I said that Smash Brothers was out, and I was, what I don't know. I thought I guess I and it wouldn't have even been that high for me either. As but I did actually capture like what both me and John said we would have thrown at number ten to push everything up a place. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember we talked about that in the episode, and I ended up throwing Smash Brothers into my list this time just because it wasn't there before, just to see where it would land, would have landed in my in my new like you know remade list or whatever. So, but what is? But go through your list, Jeremy. Sure. For 2017, I've got my number ten game was Mom Hid My Game. Number nine was Rocket League, which is baffling to me. Number eight, Oxen Free. Number seven, Sonic Mania. Number six, Floor Kids. I forgot about Floor Kids. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot Number about five, it too. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I was surprised that was on your list, really. Yeah. Number four versus Super Mario Bros. Number three, Splatoon 2. Number two, Golf Story. And number one, Stardew Valley, which I still will not shut up about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of my ones, like, I don't really, I don't think I've changed any of my ones on here. 
like for any of them. I, it's kind of more the stuff under that that I sort of worked around because, and also it's like I still can't believe that I didn't put Splatoon two on my list at all. But I mean, I guess I didn't. I feel like I, maybe I didn't play it enough, and I didn't feel like it was worthy of the list because I hadn't played it enough at the time. Uh, one thing I thought was notable is we when we had John Wedgworth on that episode, and we were talking about how fond we all were of the ketchup versus mayo which i think we've you know we've mentioned again recently <laughs> it's very disgusting yeah where you were actually shooting the condiments you know it made it like a little more fun and imaginative so we were talking about other liquids that could be shot and nothing really worked out very well nothing nothing has that hook as, as well as uh nothing it, like ketchup i mean maybe mayo. you could throw mustard in there for a three-way but that's about I, if they like, yeah bring back ketchup they mayo, could return and to bring it bring mustard for the try battle yeah they could I return like to it for splatoon 3 and do uh and do a mustard mayo ketchup uh throw down or do, do relish well that'd be extra textures i mean yeah relish is i think relish is it's a whole other beast that's kind of like it's not in the liquid state yeah i wouldn't shoot it's not a condiment wouldn't shoot like very well out of those guns pickle adjacent you get stuck olive adjacent get stuck in the nozzle so it's, it's, uh, it's our yeah food, so for my list episode. i'm like um well, I guess, are we talking about it yet? Or Well, let's uh, let John do his list, okay, and, okay. and then we'll talk about some, our, our uh, whatever changes. Comments on that. So mine is Super Mario Versus, Snipper Clips, the demo, because I only ever played, I only ever played the demo. I didn't, never played the actual game. Um, Was there a Octodad demo? Deadliest Catch, Mom Hid My Game, Pinball FX3. Number five is Sonic Mania. Four is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Three is Oxen Free. In retrospect, I might I might switch Mario Kart and Oxen Free. Uh, Doom is number two, and then number one, I wouldn't change it. Rocket League. Yeah, I wondered where if Rocket League wasn't number one, then I would say like, what are you what are you even talking about? Because you play the crap out of that game. It definitely was number it's like, one. I was like, yep. why is it not number one? Yeah, yeah. For a while there, it was it was just Zelda and Rocket League were Zelda, Rocket League, and uh, Mario Kart were my first three games. Mm-hmm. And Rocket League was the one that I probably played the most after, you know, of course, after Zelda, you know, I played through, you know, the campaign of that. And I just kept going with Rocket League. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, I thought that would be what was fun about the episode is that we, you know, it's like all this stuff you haven't thought about for a long time. And it's like, oh, wait, that was there. So, uh, so yeah, let's talk about stuff that we, uh, that we change about it then. Um, my, my 27, like I said, my 2017 one is probably the one that's like the most jumbled up, like maybe the one that's most like, oh my God moments or whatever. So here's a, <laughs> here, here's my new, um, here's my new list that I have. So starting, so I'll, I'm keeping it at 12 just because, so this is my top 10, 12 list and it's only for this year, just because of the whole, uh, Legend of Zelda Mario Odyssey thing, like we said before. So Star Fox 2 is still at number 12. I'm keeping that there. I'm actually moving I'm moving Golf Story from number 6 down to number 11. That one's, that one's getting dropped. Uh, Mario Party Top 100 is at number 10 now. Uh, Sonic Mania. Actually, I think that's probably at the same spot. Sonic Mania is at number 9 still. So that's, un, that's unmoved. Mummy Demastered. I guess Mummy Demastered went down one. So it's at number 8 now. Uh, Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap is at... Number seven, and here's my here's my big uh, what the fuck moment. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is at number six. I've moved it down from two to six in my list because you know what? I don't like that game as much as the other 3D Mario's. It's probably my least favorite 3D Mario game. So that's that's my that's my thoughts on that. Uh, above Super Mario Odyssey is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, making the triumphant return to the to the list. I was I still felt bad about it not being on there, even though I did play it a lot. But I think it's 
I got stuck at that part, and I think I got mad that I couldn't figure out the battle system, and, and I just kind of gave up on it really early. But when I came back to it later, I did enjoy it. Even though I know they did like DLC a lot of it and kind of fix it, fix some of the confusing map structure and all that stuff. So that's number five. Number four is uh, Metroid uh, 2 Samus Returns, which I thought that should be, you know, two, quote unquote, under Doom. I don't know why I put Mario plus Rabbits on there. But uh, so that's number four. Uh, Doom is number three. Number two is Splatoon 2, of course. And number one is Breath of the Wild. And I, um, I completely removed uh, Mario plus Rabbits out of the list. I took it out. Because not that it's a bad game, I just don't play it anymore. Like, I played it to a point, and I kind of realized I didn't want to play it anymore. Like, that's kind of how uh, some of my thoughts on this, on going back to the list, is like, it's like, which one of these games have you actually beat? Like, which games do you actually still want to beat? And which games do you just not want not want anything to do with anymore? You know, and that one was kind of like, that one's kind of in that position. Like, I don't think I'll ever play it again, really. I mean, unless I get into some place where I'm really, really bored and I just need to see rabbits, which probably isn't going to happen. But I'm just, you know, I'm probably not going to play that game. I don't think. Like, like pretty I, much everyone else thought the same. The Sparks of Hope, they said it was a, a real disappointment. Didn't sell very well. I thought everybody likes Sparks of Hope. It, it didn't sell well. I think the reason, well, I mean, like Jeremy was saying about how, how cheap he bought uh, Mario Plus Rabbits for is I think that's why it didn't sell well, because I think people know that Ubisoft, like, they will, they'll sell their games for nothing, like, you know, not that long after they release. So that's what I'm saying, where Ubisoft kind of, like, shot themselves in their own foot for that, I guess. I think, you know, anybody who's interested in it was like, well, give it a couple months, it'll, they'll sell it for 20 bucks, you know. Why, why pay why pay 60 bucks now when it'll go on sale soon enough? So I think that was a big part of it, but... I mean, I might try that other one, you know? I mean, at least that one has uh, leveling up and experience points in it, the... The original one didn't, and I think that was a big annoyance because you can't really grind because you can't level up your characters. So you can get kind of like little um, extra uh, whatever, like boosts and stuff, but you don't actually necessarily level up. So it was kind of easy to get stuck in places because of that. And that was kind of where a lot of the annoyance came from for me. But yeah, Splatoon 2, I mean, is one of my highest, most played games like of all time on the Switch. So I felt that needed to be number two of the list it was the one that was was put was put way far you know was wasn't even on the list originally which is weird because we played that game so much but i think it also like you know probably like xenoblade it like came out towards the end of the year we just didn't it just kind of fell into the shuffle because of it you know because of being like the the switch you know the the year the premiere of the switch and all that stuff so that's my new list what do you have jeremy i think for me it's gonna be easier to kind of reconstruct the list going from number one down because However you like want to, you, you want like to do you, it. Like you, I would take like you, I would move Mario down. I would put I would leave Zelda where it is. Obviously, Breath of the Wild, it still holds up as one of my favorite games of all time. So that's number one. But I would put Stardew at number two because that game's had the staying power, unlike most other games on the Switch for me, that I still even, you know, played it somewhat recently. And they added so much extra new stuff to it that the game's had a life of its own. Apart from being on the Switch, it's just I feel Stardew could really be its own ecosystem if they wanted. Like they could sell a Stardew Valley tablet that you buy that just has Stardew Valley on it mm-hmm. and sell it for like a hundred bucks. And I bet they could sell it. I don't know. You would buy that. I would buy it. Yeah. I mean, if it was a special little Stardew tablet, I'm just telling you, if it looked cool, the collectors would buy it. And I think people would play it, but uh, I can't think of very many games, maybe Minecraft, but that would have to have some form of Wi-Fi to update it. But anyway, yeah, start with, Breath of the Wild, then go to Stardew, and then I would put Mario at three. And then otherwise, I mean, it's probably going to stay the same. It's probably just going to shift down because I was looking at other notable releases for the year, and I didn't really play much else of what was out notably. So um, 
I may have been trying to pad this list a little bit as it was by taking Mario and Zelda out. I was like, uh. So if I was going to get rid of anything, I would definitely kick floor kids out of there because I might have played that game. Kick floor kids to the floor five times, and then I just never played it again. That was a breakdancing game, right? Yeah, it was like a music game. So that was the thing when I talked about it in the episode. When I talked about it, it, it was the only music game at the time. So yeah, I was looking. You know, there might have been something else somewhere in the, the recesses of the eShop. But as far as I knew, Floor Kids was the only like music game. And J- Janet had talked about it a little bit, I think. And friend of the show, Janet Garcia, had kind of like put me onto it as well through her social media and all that. What's that? Jay Vega, the, one of our yeah, one of our other guests talked about it too. I, I think the main problem with Floor Kids for me was that I felt like no matter what I did, I still won. Like it wouldn't really Same. have like a, you couldn't really lose. So it kind of like took a lot of the gameness out of it for me. I'm like, I was I never a hundred percent sure what I was doing, whether I was doing it right or wrong. And I almost felt like a little kid that's being handed the controller. That's not even plugged in like while I was playing. So yeah, right. I felt like I was doing great, but I don't know how or why. So anyway, I, I would kick that out. And then, you know, earlier I was like incredulous about rocket league, but I think I would leave it because 2017, there wasn't a whole lot going on as far as multiplayer games, and if I remember correctly, I played uh, I played online with John. You know, we, there wasn't mm-hmm. a whole lot of stuff to play online, so I think I played online with you. I played Rocket League. Yeah, we did. We did uh, play it. We like streamed it too. And yeah, yeah, and we played it. Mario Kart as well. Yeah. So when it came to like multiplayer games, there wasn't kind of a thin <laughs> offering at the time. So Rocket League had its place in 2017 for me. And would I go back to it and try to play it again? Maybe if more people. Like, I work with people that still talk about playing Rocket League now, you know, and obviously we all know John likes the game still. Yep. I don't know if you play it quite as often, but I still play I might it. I still go back, back to it. it. Just for me, I, it just I, seems to have such a huge difficulty curve that I can't quite get around. I contend that we should all go back on and play Rocket League again together and make like a good effort at learning, at trying to learn the game. Because I think once you get, the, get over that curve, it's a very rewarding and fun experience. And it's the kind of game you just. You can pick up and play, you know, you can put it away for a couple of weeks and then go back to it and get back into it. Like, that's the way I've been playing it. It's just like, I'll put it away for a couple of weeks and then I get back into it and, and I'm into it for another couple of weeks. It's just, it's a forever game for me. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't really get into it. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. It didn't seem like. Yeah. I just, I do remember, you know, I have memories of playing it and I can't remember whether or not Jesse had his Switch. At he played, we played, like it, played with, it with, we played with, with him too, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I played so, with him a bunch. I think it was just the, yeah, it was the social aspect of it. And it's like free now, too. You know, you don't even have to pay for it anymore, right? It's like totally like free to play. I was living alone for the first time in a long time, so I was probably... So you needed some sort of multiplayer. More into like social games in 2017 (laughs) than I was in other years. I mean, I I respect what it is. Like, I respect that they add, you know, they're adding all this shit to it constantly. It's got new seasons and new cars and whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's a online multiplayer stuff. Like, I can't really get into them unless they have like like a progress uh, where I can do like Splatoon. I can like unlock new weapons and there's events and stuff. And like, and like monster hunter, like you play it to get new, you know, the same thing, get new weapons and like get fight new monsters. And there's still kind of like a story line based in there. And it's hard for me to play a thing where you just like play and you win and that's it. You know, well, rocket league, you do actually progress. You go through each season and you can get up, up in the ranks. So uh, if you don't play for a couple of weeks, you get reset back to zero. But if you decide you want to get in, get into it sometime, I guess you know, there's ranking. Yeah, you'll rank up from gold to platinum, diamond, and there's levels above that that I don't even know because I've never been there. It's, yeah. it's a challenge to get there. 
but I think that's part of the cool thing to me. I like the idea of a game that you can jump on and potentially rank your uh, rank your way up to the, to the top of the of the list of the entire world just through your your efforts and and and, and getting better and better at the game. Uh, yeah, but otherwise, I think I'd stick to my list. It had the hits of the day on it, as the kids would say. What about uh? I mean, what about the kids still say that? Sonic Mania. That was one that I. Uh, I mean, it's you know, it's, it on it's still a good game. I just I never beat it, and no, and I don't know if I'll play it again. It's the best Sonic <laughs> game that's come out, and best two D Sonic game. I'll give it that. Maybe other, yeah, less. Some people would say the Game Boy Advance ones are special. I don't. I haven't played enough of them to. Oh, those games are my really opinion. Good. I mean, the the thing is that those Game Boy Advance games were more original because Sonic Mania is half is half new levels and half old levels. Like that's kind of the yeah. problem with it is that is some of it is just like the same exact level that was on Genesis. You know, so that was kind of weird. But whatever. I mean, it still was great for the time. Yeah, I agree. Seventeen would stay the same, except for I would drop Oxen Free a few spots. I'd put it below Sonic Mania, so Oxen Free would be number six, and then Sonic Mania number five, Mario Kart uh, after that, and then Doom, and then I would put Odyssey. I'd probably drop Odyssey below Rocket League. We put our uh, Mario was like I think our universal number two or whatever, but I would slip it down to below Rocket League, and then I'd put Rocket League at number one. What about um? Would you find a spot for Stardew anywhere now that you've played it more? Yeah, I definitely would. I don't know where I would put it on there. I was trying to figure that out because I was like, I should probably put Stardew somewhere, but I still didn't put it in my list anywhere. I guess I didn't because I just kind of just reworked everything that was already there. Yeah, I don't know where it would be. It'd probably be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I could probably. Well, I guess I did. I did drop Ever Oasis also, which I you know because I never really I I liked that game, but it get kind it got kind of tedious after a while, so I didn't finish it. Plus, it was on 3ds, you know finishing games on 3ds was harder for me because i couldn't play it on tv and it can get uncomfortable to play after a while but yeah i was like i was like stardew yeah that should be somewhere on my list but yeah if you uh if you don't have anything else to say we can move on to the next year I don't let's think travel forward i don't think there's time. anything else i was like like what i was like i was trying to think about what would be the big ones that we might have missed on 2017 like snipper clips i forgot i mean i didn't forget about it but there it is. I mean, none of us put one two switch on there. I don't know what we were thinking. Like, what an amazing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think I'd forgot that either of you had Super Mario Brothers, the arcade game, on there. I would say maybe I would throw, possibly throw Axiom Verge on there. But I had played that a little bit on the Wii U. But I guess this year I played it more than even though years later. But it is a good game, and I probably like it more than I like. Uh, what do I like it more than? Probably a lot of stuff. Yeah, I could. Pro- I would probably knock. Mom, no, I would leave Mom hit my game because that was so quirky. I might knock, I might kick Sonic Mania to the curb for uh, 
for uh, Axiom Verge. I'd mm. do that. I did play uh, I did play Stardew a lot more than I played Sonic Mania. I mean, recently, like now, six years later, <laughs> you know. But uh, and I was also trying to find a. I was like, I should put Resident Evil Revelations two somewhere because that game is great. But I just didn't. I didn't put it there after the fact. After it already kind of redone everything, and I was like, eh, I don't want to. But no, those Revelation games are great. But they also they already existed in other places or whatever before they were on Switch. They were kind of just ported there. I guess it wasn't really my. That wasn't really much of my rule in 2017 about like not putting ports on there. But whatever. Anyway, let's go forward to the year 2018, second year of the, Nint- of the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! <laughs> With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo may never made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa, 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 whoa. He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah, Patreon.com slash Nintendo Podcast! Game over!